Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Each week we will bring you focused, impactful content, sharing one big idea combined with our experience and understanding to help you take action and achieve the results you desire. We rotate content around our foundational principles to help you experience a more abundant life. Desiring more, growing in Christ, managing your mind, and owning your health. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. We all have certain changes we want to make in our life, but we struggle making real progress with them. We start, we dabble, we stop, we start again, all the while seeing little to no results for the efforts that we are putting in. This is a big reason why I created my 100 Days to Change group. Over the 100 days, I'm sharing how I'm overcoming all the discomfort that comes with change so that you can see how it's possible in your life too. I'll share my process and concepts that can be applied anywhere in your life to create positive change that lasts. To join me on this journey and create lasting positive change in your life, request to join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash 100 days to change. And that's the number one zero zero. Let's get started with today's episode, episode number 53. And it's all about bringing more confidence into your life. Let me start off by asking you a question. Where is your self-confidence at today? How would you evaluate your level of self-confidence? Do you think it's high, low, or maybe it's about average? Think about that and see if you have a different opinion after listening to this. Let's start with the definition of self-confidence. It's a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. When we have self-confidence, we trust our ability to do something or figure something out, but not necessarily in our ability to do it right away, like tomorrow. Here are some other ways I would define self-confidence. It's believing you can figure out how to do something with zero evidence from your past that you can do it. It's a simple trust you have in yourself. You know you always have your own back. It's a belief in yourself regardless of the external circumstances you're facing. Self-confidence is something we all want, but many of us think it's something we either have or we don't. Most of us don't understand that self-confidence is actually a skill we can develop and create for ourselves. So that brings up some questions I want to answer. Why do we want to be self-confident? Where does it come from and how do we know if we are self-confident? Here's why we want why we want self-confidence in ourselves. Because it fuels us to move forward despite all our fears and doubts. It helps us show up for others in our life no matter what circumstances that we're facing. It helps us avoid feeling stuck in our lives. It helps us 
be more true to our authentic selves and interact with others that way. Self-confidence makes us more equipped to grow, to set and achieve goals, even through all the pain and discomfort that comes with that. So where does self-confidence come from? Like I said, it's something we develop, we build, we create. It's not something we're born with. It's a learned behavior and it takes practice to develop. Like so many things in our life, our self-confidence comes from our thoughts, our beliefs. Having self-confidence is a result we create from trusting ourselves. Thoughts like, everything is figureoutable. I can do hard things. I have my back. I can handle this. I can control my thoughts. I can feel and allow any emotion. I can fail and feel the pain of failure. When you see someone with genuine self-confidence, you can be sure that they are thinking confident thoughts about themselves. If you're trying to use your actions and your results to build confidence, you're going to struggle to do that because without self-confident thoughts, it's going to be hard to take consistent actions. It's going to be difficult to develop a real trust with yourself. There's really only one place that you can get it, and that's from your mind. Self-confidence comes from your thoughts. When you're taking action and trying new things, you're going to need to rely on courage to see you through. Courage is confidence mixed with fear, and that's what will keep us moving forward through all the doubts, the fears, and discomfort of real change and growth. How do you know if you're a self-confident person? Well, first you'll, you'll identify yourself as a person that has those thoughts I just gave examples of on a regular basis. But the other thing is you'll be taking real and consistent action in your life. Self-confidence fuels action. If you're not taking action, it is because you're not generating the feeling of self-confidence. When you take action, you either get the result you want or not, but you're always learning what works and what doesn't and building your future capability. If you aren't taking action, you're moving away from self-confidence and you're simply failing ahead of time. Today's one thing, self-confidence is not some amazing God-given ability. It's understanding and learning how to manage your thoughts so you can keep moving forward through any negative emotion in your life. When you develop self-confidence, you can create an amazing human life because you will always be taking action and growing. So what does God tell us about self-confidence? Do you think God wants us to be confident? Well, let's find out. Listen to these truths from his word. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. Do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. So we can say with great confidence, I know the Lord is for me, and I will never be afraid of what people may do to me. 
This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I am attacked, I will remain confident. I think it's safe to say that God's truth is he wants us to be self-confident, confident in him and confident in our human lives. We are living with and through him. Here's where I think some of us get tripped up on this. I think some, sometimes as Christian women, we confuse being self-confident as having a lack of humility. But it's the sin of pride, not confidence, that's the opposite of humility. And there's a big difference in being prideful versus having confidence in yourself. I always think of humility as not thinking less of ourselves and our abilities, but thinking of ourselves less compared to how much we think about God and others in our life. It's putting our level of importance in the proper context with God and other people. Pride separates us from other people because it causes us to believe that we're superior to them. It makes us believe that we don't need God in our lives. It makes us believe we have full control of our lives and don't need to depend on God. Pride is essentially putting ourselves above God and other people. Self-confidence is not any of that. Self-confidence is a feeling that moves us into action in our lives because we know with God anything is possible. Why? Because that's exactly what he tells us. So now that we've talked through all of this, go back to the question that I asked at the beginning of this podcast. Where's your level of self-confidence today? Is your answer different than you thought? Let's dive into some ways that you can start developing and creating more self-confidence in your life. Here's where to start. One of the things that generates the most self-confidence is knowing how absolute your self-worth is the second God created you. Knowing that you are 100% worthy no matter your past, no matter what anyone else thinks. You're worthy because you were born, period. Having that as a central thought and belief in your life is the foundation for developing self-confidence and all the other important selves, like self-love. Here's the thing. No human being is better than another, so we can just give up trying to prove our worth. When you know that, your life can explode because we constantly tell ourselves that other people are better than us, and it's never true. Listen closely to this. If you are someone who is insecure and has low self-esteem and a low opinion of yourself, I want to tell you that the only thing you need to generate self-confidence is the belief that you can handle any emotion. The next thing to do is live life with a growth mindset. A growth mindset breeds self-confidence because we know we can figure things out. We know we always have the ability and the choice to learn and do new things. 
A fixed mindset is focused on our past results and our current skills and abilities. It tells us if we're not good at something now, we'll never be good at it. Confidence is always going to come from a place of believing and trusting that you can do whatever it is that you want to do. And even when that results in you making mistakes or falling short of a goal, you will still continue to grow, learn, and evolve as a human being. Next up is practice emotional adulthood. Emotional adulthood is the gift God gives each of us. It's our ability to control our thoughts and our feelings. And it's something that I talk about a lot because of how important it is to everything that we do in our life. Self-confidence is really an emotion. None of us know how to do everything, especially when we're growing and trying new things. But if we know how to manage our mind and our thoughts, then we can still create a feeling of confidence that will keep us moving forward and taking action. Practice thinking thoughts that cause you to feel committed, courageous, curious. Along with confidence, I call those the four C's of change and growth. Most of us aren't self-confident because we allow our default brain, our circumstances, and other people to control our feelings. And it's those negative feelings we feel, like we can't change that, hold us back from taking the actions we truly desire in our life. And when we understand we can generate the feelings we need to take action in our lives, a strategic byproduct is we're creating more self-confidence from all the capabilities we're learning along the way from those actions. The more action you take in your life, whether it's creating failures or successes, the more you are able to keep moving forward no matter what, the more self-confidence you will have. This is why starting small works so well for us because it allows us to build and grow our self-confidence as we're doing it. As long as we have enough self-confidence to get started and not quit the second that it gets hard, then we'll keep developing more self-confidence. And here's one thing not to do. Don't let other people control your level of confidence. Commit to having your own back. If you live your whole life seeking your self-confidence from other people's approval, you're always going to be taking action focused on exactly that, seeking their approval. If you rely on this, you're never going to land in a place where you really feel confident. The reason we never want to depend on other people to create our, our feelings for us is because we can't control other people. So when they don't act like we want them to, which is often, this is going to feel exhausting because we'll be spending so much energy trying to control them and get their approval. It creates feelings of desperation that make us do desperate things. It's a really miserable way to live your life. And the answer for dealing with rejection from others is developing your own self-confidence. Here's what that can feel like. Reject me. No problem. Bring it on. I am willing to be who I am. 
Understand, when someone rejects you, it doesn't mean anything about you. It has everything to do with the the person that's rejecting you. Rejection is an action in their model that's being driven by their thoughts and feelings. It's something they do for their own reasons. Wanted to share a little bit with you about my experience with self-confidence. My self-confidence has increased so much from knowing that I can experience any emotion and manage my mindset. I used to struggle a lot with seeking self-confidence from others, from their approval. And in that process, I did a lot of self-judging and thinking that I wasn't good enough. I also made things of my past dictate my confidence level. If I was successful, then my confidence would grow. But if I failed, then it would reduce my level of confidence. By doing thought work and allowing myself to experience any emotion, I am now able to see failures as learning opportunities and how they can help me grow and evolve. I still have room for improvement, but I am so proud of the progress that I have made in this area thus far. And just before I close out, I wanted to recap today's one thing. Self-confidence is not some amazing God-given ability. It's understanding and learning how to manage your thoughts so you can keep moving forward through any negative emotion in your life. When you develop self-confidence, you can create an amazing human life because you will always be taking action and growing. Next week, join me for another great topic. I love and appreciate all of you. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and found something of value you can take with you. If you would be so kind to leave us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss out on any future episodes.